Welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. To be completely frank, the boy band concept has rarely, if ever, interested me. When I think of a boy band, I think of a bunch of young guys auditioning for a group with a prearranged look sound and audience but sometimes something else happens in the 60s the beatles were at one time viewed as just a teeny bopper band by many but what was the difference the difference here was that they were a real band of mates that grew up together and they had really, really great creative talent. So yeah, you know, they were in the fanzines, but they had substance. As far as I'm concerned, another example of this came in the 1980s. Duran Duran. Sure, girls had their pictures on their walls. I remember one girl This is the God's honest truth in my physical science class in the eighth grade who wrote in huge letters on her folder, I heart Nick Rhodes. So yeah, they fit the bill for a kind of teen idol band, right? This would have been around 85 or 86 that that girl wrote it on her folder. But in my world, Duran Duran were different. They were similar to the Beatles in the sense that, yes, girls love them, but they too were very, very talented musicians that wrote genuinely good songs. Simon LeBon was legitimately a really good and original sounding singer. I'm just going to name a couple of these guys. John Taylor, an astoundingly good bass player. I mean, even as as young men, when they were starting out, they did great. What's cool, too, is how Duran Duran stays good. I mean, they still tour and record, and they still sound great live. The most recent singles that the radio will put in rotation by this band are usually ones from, like, 1993. Uh, You'll hear songs like Come Undone or Ordinary World from the record that is called Duran Duran, but sometimes people call it the wedding album because there's a bunch of pictures of couples on the cover. But that thing came out in 1993, and generally you don't hear any other Duran Duran songs played unless they were earlier than that. But this band has released really good music since that time. And on this, the 59th episode of Psychology on Vinyl, we will explore one example 
of these really good records. Yes, we will be checking in and looking at the ninth studio album by Duran Duran, which was released in October in 1997. Power hooks and fluid and melodic choruses fill this album, the album which they entitled Medazzleland. It's interesting. I wrote a book years ago called Can't Sit Still, Why Your Favorite Bands and Singers Sometimes Alienate You as a Poor, Confused Listener. It was a long title, but what are you going to do? In it, among other things, I talk about a popular band's later work and that in a lot of cases, if you give it a chance, it's often as good or better than what you may only know from what you've heard on the radio. Sometimes that doesn't happen. <laughs> Sometimes people were great when they were younger and they probably should have stopped. But a lot of really good and talented people and bands, they mature. They get even better. Duran Duran fits here. Medazzaland easily rode the wave of the electronica of its time when, when it came out in 1997. I mean, they always have been on that page way back from their single in the very beginning, Planet Earth, forward. You could say that as a band, they have always been a mixture of a lot of different things. They've, they've always been as much maybe the band Chic with Nile Rodgers as much as they were the band, I don't know, Japan. But songs on this record, like, for example, Big Bang Generation and Out of My Mind, especially when everything kicks in or when that chorus drops, is just beyond really good. I saw them a couple times live. Uh, once was at what used to be called the Universal Amphitheater in Hollywood. I always forget what they, is it the Gibson Amphitheater now? It, it was the Universal Amphitheater when I saw them, which tells you how long ago it was. Uh, and then another time I saw them at an Inland Invasion Festival in California. But both times I can tell you that they were as good as their record sounded live. There was also, especially when it was their own gig, a feeling of real audience involvement. People were kind of reliving their youth while loving the new songs as well, which at the time were songs like Ordinary World. And it's interesting because that happens a lot at concerts. To get more into the psychology part of this, Melodic Magazine says this. It says, going to concerts is a community event. Even if you go alone, you're surrounded by hundreds, maybe even thousands of other people who love the band on stage just as much as you do. And this gives you a sense of connection and well-being. In addition, hearing certain songs can make us nostalgic for different parts of our life and bring back memories. It's an opportunity to revisit something inside of us and think about where we were with that emotion at the time we first heard it and where we are with that emotion now. It closes by saying this, it's almost like what you do in therapy. I think it is therapy, personally. A good concert can change you. 
it can it can reset your parameters. What I also loved about the Medazzaland record when I first heard it was that the band wasn't living or writing or playing in the past. They still sounded like Duran Duran, but they weren't resting on the laurels of what they did in the last decade. Listen to the lyrics of just one song. I, I think that this is a, a great way to kind of sum up this record. The song is called Undergoing Treatment. We are undergoing treatment, watching others in the news, studying our worst reviews. They'll say, we'll get over it, disappear like dinosaurs to the sound of small applause, resign to mid-price sections. We are undergoing treatment till our ethic fits the scene laid out in Q magazine. They crave our conformity, mediocre to the bone, terrified testosterone. But why do we still face the music? Now and then you get the strangest notion there's something missing that keeps you guessing. Wild ambition. Can you really blame us? Can you entertain us? Can you give a little more? If you see me walking in the garden, don't ever ask me for an autograph. If you ever catch me in the arcade, don't even stop me for a photograph. We are undergoing treatment, but will the doctors ever cure these delusions of grandeur? These are not boy band lyrics on any planet <laughs> this is very good and again they stayed true to themselves on this record they sounded like themselves on this record at the same time they sounded current on this record and they matured on this record this is really really good stuff so if you have not heard Medazzaland, i suggest you check it out we have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Duran Duran, Medazzaland playlist. It is really easy to find on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash Duran Duran Medazzaland. Here are the songs. The first one is Medazzaland, which is basically an electronic piece with Nick Rhodes doing spoken word over it. And that goes into the very hook heavy song, Big Bang Generation. Then there's Electric Barbarella, which was a single from this record, Out of My Mind. Who Do You Think You Are, Silver Halo, Be My Icon, Buried in the Sand. Then there's a song on here called Michael, You've Got a Lot to Answer For, which, if my research is correct, and I looked it up way back when this came out because I was trying to figure out who Michael was, and it's my understanding that this song is about Michael Hutchins, from in excess, which makes it kind of special. 
The next song is, is Midnight Sun, followed by So Long Suicide, and then Undergoing Treatment. That's it. It's a new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Duran Duran Medazzalan. We would like to welcome some new listeners to our show. Our demographics report shows that we now have brand new listeners in Guatemala City, Guatemala. Welcome to Refresher. Guys, this show simply would not exist without you. It's that simple. If you could all continue to do me a favor and please pass this podcast along to your friends. Sometimes we look at records like we did today. Sometimes we look at movies, but most of the time what we do is tie in psychology to pop culture. Makes it more palatable, more relatable, and more easy to understand. Also, if you think you know somebody that just could use some good companionship where they're not going to be judged and it's going to be a positive atmosphere, let them know this show exists. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you are so inclined, that would be amazing. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a huge difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.